Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. In today's video, we're going to be going through some of the top tight ends that are set up to hit free agency. This group kind of got cut down after the franchise tag deadline. We saw Mike Gusecki, Dalton Schultz, and David Njoku all receive that franchise tag. So, you know, at least Gusecki and Schultz probably would have been like top four, maybe even top three tight ends that would be hitting free agency. But for Gusecki, don't think that's a bad thing. You know, if we had the previous coaching regime there, it didn't really seem like he was hitting his full potential. So maybe Mike McDaniel uses him a little bit differently. Dalton Schultz, I like that he is staying with the Cowboys. He saw a really solid role with them last year. Looks like Amari Cooper is going to be out. So he should be a solid tight end option. And then David Njoku really hasn't done a ton on the Browns. We know he's a top tier athlete. Hopefully they kind of start to unlock him this year, especially considering the fact that they're going to be paying him a pretty solid contract on that franchise tag. But let's really just jump into the players who will be hitting the open market. And let's start it off with Rob Gronkowski. Personally, I feel like I'm leaning towards him actually retiring. So we don't really know when that's going to happen. But if he does come back for another season, I feel like he'd clearly be the number one tight end free agent. You know, even ahead of Gusecki, Schultz, and Njoku, who aren't going to be hitting the open market. In his first year out of retirement in 2020, Grant kind of started off slow, really didn't put together a solid season overall, finished as the tight end 16 in points per game, but he actually did log his first full 16-game season in eight years. So he was healthy, but I mean, as you can imagine, a year out of the game, coming back wasn't exactly, you know, his dominant form. But then he came back in 2021 and absolutely balled out. In 2020, the Bucks really heavily relied on Gronk as a blocker. You know, so he was still running his fair share of routes, but they were also using him to help on that offensive line. I feel like this could have been, you know, due to Tristan Wirfs being a rookie. Going into 2021, they knew Tristan Wirfs was a stud. He wasn't going to need a ton of help. So actually in 2021, Gronk ran eight more routes per game which we definitely saw, you know, help his fantasy success. He finished as the tight end three in points per game behind Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews. If Gronk does play another season, I'd probably expect him to go to a top contender. You know, unless the Bucks are able to go out and trade for Deshaun Watson, I don't think they're going to be a top tier team like they were the past two seasons. You know, he went on some podcast or something and said that he, you know, would want to play with Burrow if he didn't play with Brady. I mean, that would be an option. I feel like that would be a solid fit there. But, you know, really wherever he goes, as long as it's, you know, to a top offense, he's probably going to be ranked as a mid-tier tight end one at the absolute worst. Because in 2021, he showed that he still has a lot of juice left in the tank. The next tight end I want to talk about here is Zach Ertz. And he's another guy who proved he still has it definitely later in his career. But he put together a pretty solid season, finished as the tight end 10 in points per game. It actually would have been the tight end eight. You know, if you take his points per game, just from the outings, he was with the Cardinals, started slow with the Eagles, picked it up once he was moved. I feel like re-signing with the Cardinals probably seems like one of his best options. You know, maybe he goes to another top contender, but they already showed they can use him. He's going to get a solid workload in that offense. He clearly has chemistry with Kyler Murray and is going to be one of their top targets. So I'd probably be rooting for him to re-sign, you know, if I had him for Dynasty or just was trying to imagine, you know, his highest ceiling going into the 2022 season. And this is kind of where we see a big drop-off at the tight end position for the free agents. 
Next guy here is going to be Evan Ingram. And after his rookie season, I mean, Ingram looked like he was going to be a star tight end in the NFL. As a rookie, he caught 64 passes for 722 receiving yards and six touchdowns. Like that's a really solid season. And that is very uncommon for a rookie tight end to put up those numbers. He averaged 11.6 points per game that season, followed it up by averaging 11.5 points per game as a sophomore. And then in 2019, he played in eight games, so not a full season, but averaged 13.7 points per game. But then the last two seasons have just been very rough, 8.8 points per game in 2020, 6.8 points per game in 2021. I do think it's kind of hard to completely shut the door on Evan Ingram as a player just because he is such a freak athlete and has actually produced in years past. I mean, just looking at his athleticism here, 100th percentile in 40-yard dash, 97th in speed score, 88th in burst score, 90th in agility score, and 94th in catch radius. So the dude is a physical monster. I feel like a change of scenery would probably be nice, but I don't think he's going to be anything more than a dart throw, you know, in drafts just because of the last, you know, two seasons that have been very poor. There has been some talk of teams being interested in kind of converting him into a slot wide receiver. I feel like that would only be interesting if he could keep his tight end designation because if we're just going to move him to a wide receiver, I mean, he is totally undraftable. The benefit would be he's taking a ton of snaps on the outside, but is still getting, you know, that tight end slot, basically like a guy like Mike Gusecki, who very rarely plays on the line, but is still listed as a tight end. Now let's shift over to Robert Tanyan, who had a breakout 2020 season where he caught 52 passes for 586 yards and 11 touchdowns. Very touchdown dependent season but it still ended up, you know, having him finish as the tight end six in points per game. I kind of like Tanyan coming into this season. I feel like there was a pretty clear top six tight ends heading into 2021. It was Kelsey, Waller, Kittle at the top. And then there was that next tier with Mark Andrews, TJ Hawkinson, and Kyle Pitts. And then after that, it was basically just like a crapshoot with Robert Tanyan. You had Goddard in there, a bunch of those type of players, Gusecki, all of that. And I kind of like Tanyan as the next guy out of that group if you could be getting him in the double-digit rounds. But he basically did nothing in eight games in 2021 and then tore his ACL. Aaron Rodgers announcing his return to the Packers is probably best-case scenario for Tanyan. I feel like you know him re-signing would probably be the best option for him. Return as their number one tight end. I just don't know if he has it in the tank. You know We saw that big year, but it was heavily reliant on touchdowns. And now coming off an ACL, I feel like it's kind of murky here. And he'd be another tight end that's probably just going to be like a dart throw heading into the 2022 season. And then the final tight end I want to talk about here is Gerald Everett. There's a few other guys who you may think are better than one of these players. But at this point, we're kind of getting into the very end of like even maybe even best ball drafts for these players. I thought Everett was a solid late round flyer in best ball leagues last year heading into the 2021 season. He really didn't do anything special, you know, in his lone season with the Seahawks. There's still some hope there because he is a top-tier athlete and still only 27 years old. So he's not really, you know, in that 30 range where he still hasn't done anything. We could potentially see a few solid seasons out of him, but he did only finish as the tight end 22 in points per game last season. He did get better down the stretch, you know, scored double-digit points in five of his last nine games. With the trade of Wilson leaving the Seahawks, Noah Fant, you know, 
coming to Seattle. I really have no idea where he's going to end up in 2022. So really just kind of got to wait and see what that landing spot looks like. And if, you know, he's set up to be the clear number one guy, but that is going to wrap it up for this video. Some of the best tight ends that look like they are going to hit the open market. If you enjoyed this video, do me a favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I'll see you in the next one.